I'm sort of a master of distraction. And welcome back to Distraction, episode 4-2, the uh, Jackie Robinson episode, or that's, no, the movie's called 42, actually, too, so shout out Jackie Robinson, one shout out. Um, sorry for the um, distraction, or no, welcome to the distraction, can't think right now. <laughs> we we, we, are, we are sorry still. Already apologizing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, already apologizing, not good. We have a debate tonight, I'm nervous. Um <laughs> So we are going to get into some stuff tonight. We're going to get a lot of news, actually. No, some, someone news. We have news. We have a new guest on. We hey have there. a debate between Jim versus Pam or Jim versus Karen. We talk about other things, but uh, you heard her voice in the background probably a couple episodes. We welcome on Katie. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, we're happy to have you. We've been trying. We, we're getting tired of the same old guests. We need new people on to, to yell and tell us their opinions on stuff, too. So we're glad to have you aboard. Well, thanks for having me. I hope I can bring some some spice and variety. Love it. And then we also have Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Hey. <laughs> uh, let's hear from <laughs> you first. Actually, do we always do guests first? I don't know how we do the order usually. I think it's just kind of whatever you accidentally spill out of your mouth, and then we just go. Perfect. <laughs> and, I, and I've been spilling a lot so far. So let's go with Jordan first. Okay. So what I've been watching would be uh, I checked out the documentary Spaceship Earth, uh, which is about the – um, God, what do they call it? They go inside. Uh, what's that? Nothing. Just joking. <laughs> so they're they go inside like a, the biodome where they are do all these experiments. They stay in there for two years, which is supposed to be like a precursor to not only looking at um, uh, how they could exist on other planets, whether it be Mars or the Moon, which I know is not a planet. Um, trying to figure out viability of that. I thought it was a pretty good documentary the trailer made it seem a lot more interesting than i think it turned out to be it would have probably been a lot better if it were a series and not just like a two-hour documentary there was a lot i felt that needed more explanation and they brushed by it um it took it took the entire hat like they didn't even get inside of the biodome until uh halfway through or later than halfway through the entire documentary Interesting. I think it's a very general title for a show. Like, let's think of a title for this Spaceship Earth. It just seems so basic. Yeah, I could like easily be like a cartoon or like I didn't really yeah, know. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> I could see. I definitely understand that. Because um, my first thought when I heard Spaceship Earth was um, Epcot. That's what the main globe yeah. inside. <laughs> Which, when you watch this and you see what they built for their biosphere, it looks like a lot of the buildings from Epcot and I wanted to do some more research from that because um, I'm sure I mean it all happened in the 90s and really I didn't know much about this but I had right. seen the movie Biodome back in the day with yep. uh, Pauly Shore so that was my only knowledge of like what happened then so it was kind of interesting to actually hear the truth from what was going on yeah it was interesting that streamed at? what's that where's that streamed at um I rented it on Vudu. I think right now it's I don't know that it's for free anywhere except the internet. <laughs> See, uh, rent the, I think you bought this. Well, I couldn't find my Fire Stick remote. Katie, I want to ask your opinion too. <laughs> do you buy things online, like, like when you're just at home, or do you like 
you have stuff that you have. Use your streaming devices and you don't like rent two ninety nine for a DVD for a night. You know, I think before quarantine, we never really bought anything except for on really rare occasions. But I yeah. think during quarantine, we've kind of uh, started buying stuff. Yeah, I just never, I never liked the idea of going on like a TV and purchasing something. It just seems weird to me. Yeah, not, I can't, I can't do it. I get it, but sometimes I was like, all right, it's three bucks. If I would have gone to the theater, that would have been you know, half of my popcorn. So Good point. <laughs> sometimes it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just not my cup of tea. So no, I get it. And usually I, I wouldn't, but I was just kind of bored with what we had been seeing. And I was like, I need to watch something else. And I canceled Hulu live cause there's been no sports. Oh yeah. So I couldn't watch the last dance on Sunday night. Cause Ooh. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch it like the next day. Yeah. And then I found out the last dance doesn't even show up on like the regular version of Hulu. You have to have TV. Like That's live TV. Good. I was like, this is bullshit. So, yeah. Just watched that somewhere else. Um, there you go. And then, and also, uh, to really add really quick, for me to say I'm the one that didn't buy anything, but I also stream free stuff online. So, <laughs> but I have free streaming, I might make a purchase. Who knows? So, okay. Go on. What else have you been watching? I uh, checked out Solar Opposites, which is um, by Justin Rowland. He is the one who voices most of the Rick and Morty characters and is a, also the cre- co creator of that show. It, I think it's it's okay. It definitely feels like a spinoff. It feels like uh, American Dad to uh, Family Guy kind of thing. Yeah. Or you know the Cleveland Show. Is it's, it also space themed? Um. Yeah. It takes space more on Earth than even Rick and Morty does. Um. It's. Yeah. I guess I watched a lot of nerdy stuff. Uh, <laughs> shocker. Shocker. But yeah, it, it's okay. It's one of those things that you'll just binge in the background. They drop the full season, so. Nothing too dramatic. That's all I got. I'm looking at the characters right now. They're kind of fun. They're interesting. From uh, Solar Opposites? Yeah. The Poopa? The Poopa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So now we'll move on to Cadence. And uh, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? How's quarantine life treating you uh, and your uh, enemy, Dan? <laughs> Pretty good. You know, uh, the shows we've been watching have been bringing us together. We can get past our our Pam versus Karen differences, at least while we're watching these shows. Um, We had a really good week, I think for, for what we've been watching. Um, Number one, Outer Banks. Fantastic. Um, It's kind of like, it has some of that like high schooler romance drama. I kind of compared it to like a gossip girly type thing. Um, Also with like murder and mystery. And um, they're like in the Outer Banks um, and you definitely like want to live there by the time you're you're done watching it. Like you just want to chill on a boat, go fishing, drink beer. It sounds amazing. Yeah, the the trailer made it sound a little kiddish for me at first, but then I've I've been told that it's more you get into it. it's not just a kid show; it's for adults. And uh, I was kind of mis misinterpreted from the trailer, I guess. Yes, I I would agree. When I first watched the trailer, I wasn't really sold, but then my friend recommended it. Um, and yeah. it, it is definitely like the perfect mix of stupid romance, teenage stuff and murder. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I was going to say, so Outer Banks, is it like a, a city? Is it or like a town or what is it? What does that mean? To be honest with you, I don't completely know the geography of that. <laughs> I think well, it's my, my sister. Yeah, my sister mentioned like say, I'm going to Virginia. We're going to Outer Banks. I'm like, what? Like you're going there? Like I didn't know. I didn't know. I still don't know if it's real or not. But she said she's going to Outer Banks, and I'm like, or something. I want to say like a park. So 
I just don't know. But it sounds pretty awesome if it's a real place. I'm yeah. sure more people will visit it if it is a place in Virginia even to go uh, hang out. Yeah, I want, definitely want to go there. Um, and then we've also been watching Dave, which I know looks like we're going to touch on later, which is awesome. Um, definitely recommend that one. It's so good. entertaining. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's a really good, like, short little, you know, sometimes you just need that 30-minute show. Right. Uh, but it's still engaging and you still want to watch it. But What episode second. are you on? We finished. Oh, oh nice. you're ahead of me. <laughs> wow. Come on, Jordan. I know. I'm sorry. I was too busy watching Spaceship Earth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> back over to Dave for sure. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll definitely dive into Dave. Uh, you know, when we mention him in the news, because he has some good news coming out. Um, but I want to ask Katie too on Outer Banks. Who's your favorite character name? Because I've seen T-shirts like "I would die for John B." I would like something <laughs> like that. Like who's like the main character? That's the lovable, the lovable guy. Yeah, I think John B is like the main one who you're definitely okay. supposed to supposed to get behind. Um, yeah. He's got some sick flow, um, you know. Oh, yeah. he's this reminds fun. me of like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette conversation. <laughs> John B or Hannah H right. or whatever. It's always, <laughs> yeah. it's always John and Hannah. Yeah, you're definitely supposed to like him. Um, but I love all of his friends. Um, the Pogues, they're called. They're like the the lower class um, poor kids on the island. Um, mm-hmm. But you definitely are supposed to side with them over those darn rich kids. Hell yeah. That sounds actually pretty cool. I was, yeah, I was out on it, but I think I'm back into it now. So Do uh, it. Any, anything else that you've been watching on the uh, docket so far? Um, You know, that's mainly it. We kind of started back watching scrubs as our, as our space filler. Mm. Oh, there you um, go. It's been traditionally office, but now we're kind of jumping back into scrubs, which has been <laughs> trying to do the next step. Yeah. Did you, yeah. did you check out that doc you recommended to us that was on Netflix? Which one? The with the women that you had met. Oh yeah, yes. Um, a secret love. Um, I watched that on my birthday. Um, it is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, it's about um two ladies that I know for through my uncle. Um, and they had they've been together for like I forget what it is seventy years. Um, and they recently came out um as a couple later in life. Um, it's a lot about like the aging, um, and history. She was in the all American girls softball league or baseball league. Um, they're really, they're really cool ladies. Um, so I highly recommend that one. I almost watched it last week. I believe I like, I was gonna, getting ready to watch it. Went to Twitter. It's like, Oh my God, I cried during this. I'm like, I don't really want to cry right now. This is not where my <laughs> mood is, but it's definitely on my list to watch. And, um, that's going to be, yeah, it's interesting to know the people that kind of went through this story too. So, um, interesting. So, um, anything else that you want to kind of mention before we move on? No, I think that's that's been it. Oh, actually, I got I forgot I got to go too. Okay, <laughs> well, I got because you didn't fill so, it out. Yeah, I had I had two good days of TV and movies. Um, the first day it was kind of a chill day. Um, I watched the uh, Pete Davidson stand up comic stuff on Netflix. I watched that one was Z- pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, he's just interesting. He's he just has a weird style. Yeah. He's very self-aware. He uses his own like pain sometimes for his humor. But uh, so yeah, did you oh, see, there's actually going to be like a show coming out, um, kind of about his life. It sounds like I just saw. <clears throat> it was a King of Staten Island or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. A movie. Yeah, I think okay. it, I think it dropped yesterday or today. Yeah. 
Oh, like Pete Davidson is then too. But yeah, he definitely uses his own like stuff, you know, from his life too. So very interesting. And I think he's doing good on SNL too. He's making a lot of good songs. So I appreciate him that platform as well. Um, I also watched the Zizan Zari stand up, like I said. I watched The Gentleman with uh, Matthew McConaughey. How was that um, one? That was all right. I thought it was average. Like I didn't hate it. Okay. I, didn't, I thought I was going to love it more. I thought it would be like more into it. But I just didn't get that vibe. But um, still a good movie. I'd, I'd still watch it. Like um, Then we moved on to another day where I watched Blade Runner 2049. I watched Logan Lucky. And then the one I've been watching the last two days is Money Heist on Netflix. I can't stop watching. You've been busy. Yes, I've been very busy. So doing nothing, but it's something for me. I'm, I'm researching, so it's a good thing. So Money Heist, it's like a foreign show, so they kind of mouth over the, the words, whatever, when they're talking about them. But Dubbed. once I started it, I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> uh, so I was wrong yeah, on the I'm Pete like, Davidson thing. The Pete what? Davidson. I was wrong on the Pete Davidson movie. The King of Staten Island comes out on June 11th. So June 12th. June 12th. Also, he said uh, the moon is not a planet. I said that. You heard know, me I, say I, that. In my head, I was thinking, like, <laughs> I can see producer Tim typing out, like, moon <laughs> equals not planet. <laughs> but our computer. So that's a little behind-the-scenes uh, action we're going through right now. But those have been the main things I've been watching, Money Heist, most of all. So I definitely recommend watching that and then not getting weirded out by uh, overwording of sounds. And then also, quick question, too. Closed captions on or off? Uh, on. Off. I I yeah. used to be completely off, and I don't know what happened, but I just can't. I watch everything with them on now. I can't yeah, do I've it. Heard, I've heard once you do it, like you can't go back, like you can't understand what people are saying without them. So <laughs> I'm just not going to go there. Yeah, it's like once you're committed, you're you're pot deep. So um, no, I, I can't do it still. But a lot of people said they did the closed captions for watching this one, but I just couldn't do it. I just kind of power through the uh, the lips and mouth not moving at the same time, or lips and words. But uh, that's all I have. So let's get to the news. And now it's time for news. Of course, no one can see this news program, so it doesn't really matter what we say. And we're not talking about Huey Lewis in the news. But I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. We're talking about facts. You can't handle the truth. All right, first up in the news, we'll run through these kind of quick. Um, Peacock, which is the new streaming provider for NBC, uh, announces a star-studded, uh, quote, at home variety show featuring Seth MacFarlane, uh, and if you check out uh, the link on it, there is a lot of big name people in there. Whether it's Amy Poehler, Mark Wahlberg, you name it, he's got a lot of people involved in this. I don't really know exactly what it's supposed to be, but it's peacocked my interest. <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> so this is a kind of like an SNL like they're going to do skits and stuff like I don't know I mean I think it's got to be one of those it's supposedly there's going to be a lot of driving awareness to like feed America and stuff yeah um, so it could be like the most recent episodes of SNL but since it's on NBC I would be kind of surprised if they took another path to do the same thing why not just use the SNL title it could be different I don't know maybe it's more like a Jimmy Fallon type thing I think it'll be good either way. The list was literally too long to read. I couldn't. I, I didn't know. want to read all the famous people's <laughs> names. It was like I'm just. I'm done reading. I, I get it. You got people. So right. That's where I was at. I didn't I know seventy percent of them though. 
Still, there were names in bold. I'm like, I gotta read them. <laughs> They're probably somebody famous. So sure, they're bold. So I was, I'm, uh, I'm into it. I think it just, like it said, May 11th is today. May, what's today's date? I don't even know anymore. It's today yeah. is May 12th. As so it came out already. Did it? I don't know. <laughs> producer Tim, we'll follow back up. Yeah, um, producer Tim, get that. So I'm not sure. I'm not completely sold on these, uh, these streaming sites that have like these short little. Um, short little things. I don't know if you guys have right, yeah, because it's it's only supposed to be like ten minutes. Yeah, I'm not sold on oh. that. No, I mean I I watched a little bit of Quibi. I haven't gone back since we did the podcast, and I kind of did a little bit of a you know preview of it. Oh, I should cancel that before I get charged. <laughs> <laughs> I think my free trial is almost up. I'm still paying for the NFL package for when I had Red Zone, and I haven't Ooh. got rid of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> keep paying for the sports package look actually 10 bucks per month probably should get rid of that at some point yeah you should uh as soon as the draft was over i canceled my hulu live so yeah i'm gonna do it tonight actually who knows tomorrow morning <laughs> we'll see okay go on sorry ne- next week all right so as we uh alluded to earlier we got some good news for the fx series dave um it is was picked up for season two as it became FX's highest rated comedy series of all time, beating out The League, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and um, Atlanta. Yeah. I think definitely caught on pretty quick. I think the ratings do help out being in quarantine. I think, you know, there should be some kind of asterisk next to that. Like, <laughs> hey, we're in quarantine mode. That doesn't count as much. Right. Yeah, for sure. Just deflated balls. All right. Um, sorry, did, that was a Tom Brady really, reference. Really quick, I did hear it being compared to Atlanta. Atlanta was still better, but Dave is still really good too. So yeah, I agree. Um, Atlanta is definitely. I think it's better written. Yeah. So I just and like the the people the actors from Dave aren't really actors. They're just doing they're just doing the show. Like <laughs> right, you could tell the too. acting is not uh, top of the line. That's not why they're there. Kind of like it though. Yeah. No. It's it's yeah, it's hard to bash it. It's entertaining. Yes. Awkward, entertaining, funny. Like all, Overall, it's really good. Uh, and I know this will make you happy, Tim. The National Trevor Treasure. Wow, National Trevor. Don't know him. <laughs> National Treasure series is in development at Disney+. Plus. Hell yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Fudge, man. I, I haven't even had anything to drink. Nice. All right. Uh, I don't think we have any more comments on that one. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 2 will not be delayed from its November dele- release. Uh, most things that were supposed to be in production this year have been delayed. That one, surprisingly, will not be. All right. And I'm sure nobody else cares about that. Uh, Good for them. No, look, props to them. They're doing, like, uh, props to Last Dance for moving up. Props to Mandalorian for not screwing up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um after that, we have uh, some good news. I know we haven't reported on this in the last few weeks, um, but it seemed very relevant this week as they did a throwback to the Office wedding episode and brought back most of the cast of The Office. I know this probably really warmed your heart, Katie. Did you see yeah, that? That It was pretty sweet. I, I cried a little bit. A lot of Pam. I was thinking about the tears, too. I'm like, this is like, this is emotional. We know the day, you know, this relationship formed, how it ended, you know, how it, everything got going. Um, it was great to see. Loved it. Then that's all there is for news. Who do you think is hotter, Pam or Karen? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about this now. Pam is taller. You sure? She has bigger breasts, too. Wow. But I think Karen has a prettier face. 
And we are back for the 2020 National Quarantine Debate. It's Pam vs. Karen um, for The Office. So, obviously, a lot of us are re-watching The Office. Hopefully, everyone's seen it, you know, got through the times. But we did learn from Dan that he has not even finished The Office. Is that correct? Yeah, I've seen the seasons with Michael Scott. So, like, one through eight or whatever. Probably 15 times. And I made him. I made him watch the last episode. So he does know how like it actually ends. Okay, perfect. And I think if you watch these as one through eight, you you got it. Like you know. Yeah, I just can't get past Robert California and Andy as the boss and all that just uh, awfulness. Don't get me started on that, and that's a whole different debate. <laughs> yeah, I would say we, we can do Office like ten episodes for each thing we can do. So we'll have a whole thing. But perfect. So we do have Katie, who is going to be Team Pam tonight. As long as I'm going to be joining her as well. And for Team Karen, we have Dan, who will be taking that side. I think Jordan said he's bowing out of being on Team Karen. I think. Yeah, I think my biases lean definitely toward Team Karen, and part of that is because Ann Perkins is awesome, Um, (laughs) but they are not the same person. So I want uh, that redacted from the statement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there might be a little bias here, but I'm going to keep an open mind. I want to. I want to hear some good arguments. I have the opposite thing where when I started watching Parks and Rec, I'm like automatically, ew, I hate this Ann Perkins. <sighs> Which I mean, I don't after I like watched it. But like my initial thought was, oh no, this is Karen. Oh no. Yeah. And my personal statement just to say, you know, how I'm on team Pam, I'm just going to go with PB and J. <laughs> Beasley and Jim. What a <laughs> goddamn duo. You cannot tear that apart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go there, but I want to hear from Dan's side first, then Katie, just kind of on how you guys got to this side, how you why you want to defend this uh, territory. Yeah. All right. So Karen is objectively um, better in <laughs> almost every single way than uh, Pam. I'll admit, you know, a couple flaws later, but the argument's twofold. Not only is Karen good, Pam is awful. Um, Pam is like other than Oscar and later seasons Andy, like one of the worst characters on the show. We'll, we'll get there. I like Oscar. <laughs> I like Oscar. I'm hate on Oscar. He gets annoying at the end. Once he, whatever. Not important. That's not what we're here for. Quit trying to distract, distract him, him. From, the mat, from what's at hand. Hey, that's the name of the show, man. Yeah. All right, Karen. Here's you know a bunch of things that are good about her. One, uh, big one. She was willing to move for Jim. Pam was not. Uh, when Jim was going for the job in New York, um, uh, Karen said, hey, if you get that job, I'll move there for you. When Jim left for Philly, which was only two hours away, his dream job, Pam said, no, I'm not moving there. I'm going to stay in Scranton. Um, Karen also just like does more fun stuff with Jim. She goes to spam a lot. They go around karaoke. or uh, They go around New York. She sings karaoke. All sorts of fun like that. Uh, she's more outgoing. Um, she's also, you know, Katie, you're going to argue emotions later. She's also very emotionally mature, whereas Pam, I would say, is not. Uh, when Karen has issues with Jim, when they're going through problems, instead of going and, you know, crying in some boom mic operator's arms who later will become a billionaire <laughs> in Silicon Valley, um, she goes to Jim and they talk it out like adults. Um you know, kind of similar to that, uh, you know, talking to the boom mic operator. No signs of Karen being unfaithful. Uh, I don't think there was ever allegations that she was a cheater. She's ambitious. She goes for the corporate job. She ends up as the regional manager of another branch. 
uh, good at her job, plays Call of Duty, is a beautiful tropical fish, is cool as a whip and calm under pressure. That's Sam Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> I could want that <laughs> uh, She's exotic looking. Maybe her father was a GI. Um, and then just a little bit of uh, backstory. She also dated uh, Jim in real life. So there's obviously chemistry there. Didn't know that. Look at those eyes. I did uh, not know that. I did not know that. That yeah. is news. Bonus points. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, some cons here. Um, Pam's taller, has larger breasts, as Kevin points out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's too many other cons there. Uh, oh, her name's Karen, and that's like, you know, in 2020, that's a rough name to have. <laughs> but moving on to why Pam sucks. Whoa, whoa, let's let's. Oh let man! Before... <laughs> All right, it's not the Dan show. <laughs> okay, as much as you want to believe that, uh, Katie is still here. She's, plus plus you know... two points though for the beer crack. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's let Katie talk. Well, I told you I got a Pam sucks argument. I've got I've got lots of points too. Let's let's break what, it up. We can go back and forth. Dan, I I'm sure you have a long list, but we don't want to hear you complain all night. So we want to let <laughs> Katie do something too. So first of all, I'm going to start off saying here, as Dan already alluded to, um, he is the lawyer, and he will hear lots of facts from him. Um, what you'll hear from me is purely emotional, um, not a lot of facts, um, but I think that's what the show is supposed to provoke. Um, watched it for nine seasons, starting a long time ago, so. Um, I have a lot of strong emotions. He knows that this debate pushes my buttons. So sorry if this gets heated. Um, but I would like to say I'm not inherently anti-Karen, um, but I am pro-Pam. Um, I don't think this debate is necessarily about who is a better person, um, but it's about who is the better person for Jim. Um, so Dan's going to point out some of Pam's flaws here in a little bit as we as we heard Um but the point of the show is that it's about real people. Um, and Pam is the first to admit her mistakes. Um, and we really see her grow a lot in the show. Um, Karen's not even around really to see any growth. She's just kind of the same person throughout. Um, but we get to see Pam develop, um, become a strong a strong person, um, go from that timid, um, timid uh, receptionist, um, you know, the coal walk, um, all that good stuff she really develops. Um, and in the finale, we hear her, you know, admit some of her mistakes. Um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. She looks she looks back, says she would have loved to been with Jim sooner. Um, but, um, you know, you live and learn. Um, and also, one of the, the big points that me and Tim talked about for, for Jim and Pam, um, they – Pam was in it for the long haul. Um, all good things take time. Um, I think some of the best best relationships relationships are built on solid friendships, um, and that's why um, they're so good together. Because first and foremost, they're friends. Um, Karen kind of rushes through things. Um, she's there for a little bit. Um, tries to rush rush the relationship a lot um, more than Jim is comfortable with. Wants to move in next door to him. All these things that. Um, you can tell Jim's not not cool with. Um, he wants to take his time, um, build build a strong foundation like he did with Pam. Um, and I think their chemistry is just is unmatched. Um, the way they joke with each other, um, Jim and Pam. Um, Karen has a fine sense of humor. Uh, like I said, I don't think she's a bad person or without any strengths. Um, but she doesn't joke with Jim in the same way. Um, 
in the same way that Pam does. And we really, we see her mostly step it up with like her pranking and stuff when she gets jealous of Pam. Um, when um, she sees that Jim and Pam are joking a lot is when she kind of steps up, steps up how, how she interacts with Jim in the office. Um, she tries to interact with them more um, after she gets jealous. Um, so definitely pro Pam and Jim. Um, and to touch on quickly touch on one of Dan's arguments um, that Karen wanted to sacrifice was going to sacrifice for Jim. Um, I think we, some of the later seasons, you'll see a lot of how Pam sacrifices for Jim. Um, she even tried to go to Philly with him and get a job in Philly at first. Um, but that didn't work out when she realized that boss was kind of Michael Scott esque. Um, and then of course, in the last episode, she also, um, made a big, big Jim gesture and, um, sold their house so that Jim could pursue his dreams. Um, so she really, really got her own voice, um, throughout the show and didn't always just, you know, blindly agree to follow him wherever, um, but spoke her piece and, you know, in the end they worked it out and she sacrificed a lot for him. And Dan's writing furiously, so. <laughs> Dan is writing curiously. I didn't see that part. Uh, is it our notes? I want to see this, too. Um, either way, Dan, obviously, you think Garrett is more fit for, you know, big old Jimbo, good old goofy Jimbo. Um, why do you think that? Do you think Jim has any regrets of what he chose in, in his life? No. No, probably not. Mm. Um, good point. No, but I mean, it's not like he knows what would have happened. He never really gave Karen a fair shake because he always had uh, Pam emotionally manipulating him. <laughs> not true. Pam never really gave him a chance. You know, as soon as he started dating her, she you know was jealous the whole time and and you know made efforts to keep Pam you know to or to keep Jim to lead him on. But if we're ready, I've got you know either my notes on on Katie's arguments, I've got my Pam sucks arguments. <laughs> Holy moly! So here's my Pam sucks arguments. My crack beer, I was ready to go. It was a great, you know, little thing. Then you guys cut me off. It's pretty rude. <laughs> uh, Do it again. Another beer. <laughs> we, just, we just felt like if you wetted your whistle, you're going to go for another 30. Yeah. No, I only have 12 points on this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 12 point system with different Roman numerals. Can I, like, interrupt you when you make flaws during this? You've given I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. Well, I, mean, this is I thought I was the judge. Oh. Your thing was too long. Oh, Objection. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, Pam sucks. One, openly flirts and engaged to Roy. Leads him on, which causes him to break up with Amy Adams, a.k.a. the hot girl. Um, <laughs> she kisses Jim twice while she's engaged to Roy. I don't know how you guys feel about the topic, but there's a phrase some people say, once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, and as further evidence of her you know, proclivity for cheating, she actually protects other cheaters. While uh, Angela is engaged to Andy... And is having an affair with Dwight. Um, Pam knows the entire time. Without, you know, instead of telling her friend Andy and her coworker, she just protects this, you know, not immoral her, affair. Not her secret to share. Can't meddle in things that aren't your business. Just loves, loves cheating. <laughs> um, touched on this earlier. Is not willing to move to Philly for Jim. Uh, two hours, and, two hours and three minutes away. Um, she does. I'll skip ahead. You mentioned that You're she's she getting anywhere. Well, it's actually not Philly that she moves to, if we want to get nitty-gritty. When it changed the ath- from athlete to athlete, they change locations. But... Like Dallas or something. 
or it's no, it's like Houston, right? I don't know. Didn't watch. I don't know. Anyways, it's not Philly. Is where she eventually moves. I apologize. Um, while Karen has all this ambition, becomes regional manager. Pam is a receptionist who leaves to go to art school. Sucks at it. Drops out. Can't even paint a picture of the office without pretending there's two sons. <laughs> Michael is proud of her. Sure, because he doesn't have an eye for art like my guy Dwight does. Um, yeah, not even that good at trying. Makes irrational decisions. Uh, she quits Dunder Mifflin for Michael Scott Paper Company on a whim, uh, <laughs> abandoning her husband who has a mortgage to pay for to go off and do God knows what with Michael Scott. Um, she gets back together with Roy after Jim is with Karen. Also probably just her trying to make Jim jealous. But, you know, that's another argument. Um and Katie, you mentioned that she sold her house to, uh, you know, help Jim with his dream. Talk about an irrational decision. And don't get me wrong, Jim made Jim, an irrational, Jim made an irrational classic decision. classic move. <laughs> yeah, Jim made an irrational decision buying the house without telling her, but also selling one without telling him. Lots of issues there. Um, tells Roy that Jim kissed her, doesn't take any responsibility, and almost gets Jim killed. Thank, <laughs> thank God White was there to mace him. Uh, is the worst salesperson in the company. She admits it has to lie and con her way into the office administrator job. Confides in Brian the boom guy when she has a fight with Jim. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Karen, emotionally mature, brings her uh, issues with the relationship to Jim so they can work it out like adults. He's a goes, friend who comforted her. Pam goes and cries on a guy who clearly has feelings for her. Uh, yeah, not good. Uh, got kicked out of Chili's because she can't handle her booze. You're not even allowed to go to Chili's and go get, you know, <laughs> margaritas or chips, never-ending chips and salsa She bowls. sounds like a good time. <laughs> Best Sundays ever. A good time you can't take to Chili's. Uh, you mentioned she admits her mistakes, uh, like when she steals her clients when she's with the Microsoft Paper Company, doesn't own Doug up to it, screws over. Um, it's Phyllis who she steals it from, does a terrible job, close your mouth, honey, you look like a trout. Great line, Phyllis. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> Your Honor, um, yes, yeah, I think right. we've uh... Karen also in it for the long haul. Uh, clearly, you know, had motivations to get married, have kids, just like Pam did. She actually had kids before Pam did. Yeah, I don't know if that was necessarily a uh... shotgun wedding. Yeah, you can, you can definitely talk about it. Tw- 21, 21 months after they stopped dating, she was eight months pregnant, which means she was thirteen months pregnant with the person she was with. Which, and she just pregnant. got married, too. So I think she got pregnant and then did that. What did you say, Jordan? You said 13 months pregnant. Yeah, I meant, I meant eight. There's <laughs> a 13-month difference. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think got you... one more. I got one more. Oh, my God. Oh, Last one. You said Karen respond, uh, steps up her pranking, you know, because she sees that Jim's doing it. You say that's a bad thing. Here's how the way I see it. Shows that she notes what's important to her partner and makes an effort and shows an interest in his interest. Out of Tries jealousy. to make him happy. Out of jealousy, not because they have a common interest. Could be both. She also pranked uh, Jim when they're at the party, saying I slept with all these guys at the party. And he that was a good her. one. Classic. I, I admitted that I don't think she is. <laughs> she's, a, I think, a good person, but she's just not right, right for Jim. Yeah, and I think Dan did a lot of attacking Pam's character yeah. when it's really the, the chemistry that Jim and Pam have are way better than Karen and Jim that they, any, any of them had. And you can't deny that. I also want to throw in there that Dan lost one point for saying, my guy Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> my guy Dwight. 
And I, I think I think one thing also that you said that like um or one thing at least I know I know I read about it too is Karen's ambition um and saying that Pam doesn't have any ambition. Facts. Um but I mean I, the way I look at it is kind of not that she doesn't have ambition it's that her and Jim's align uh-huh. align more closely. Their first kind of thing that they do is is start a family together. Um their careers are at that point in their lives not that important to them and that's okay. Um they kind of focused on their relationship with each other, starting a family. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, ambition looks different. Um, and you know, it doesn't have to be advancing your career. Also, Karen was trying to steal his promotion and, you know, so ambition's great, but she wasn't necessarily, you know, online on, on the same page as him. I think it's hard to say that, uh, their ambitions don't align when they're literally going for the exact same position. Yeah, but not that's not Jim's main thing. He would love a promotion, I'm sure, but he's not that's not the most important thing to him. It's his relationships that he values more than his career, which is obvious because for most of his life he is a paper salesman. It's not until later in life that he has a family that he really starts to explore his career. Fair. Which, yeah, everyone has different priorities. Yeah. And Karen was her career. Um, she kind of rushed into whatever uh, whatever happened after Actually, it Jim. it wasn't even her career at first. It was her career because of Jim. Uh, when she starts off in the show, she's actually kind of a slacker, and Jim motivates her to become a better worker. Mm, I would need some fighting on that because I don't know what you're talking about. Minus like two for, points since like Jim is the biggest slacker in the office. Sounds what? like they're great coworkers, though. They're really helping each other at the workspace, so it's good for them. Oh, I think yeah. I think Karen's more of a drinking buddy. Like she's like she'll get you some drinks. She met her she met her husband at a bar. She just goes to bars, hangs out there, and that's kind of her life. That's not Jim's life. No, she was willing to star in uh, or have a minor role in a great film. She got <laughs> a career. She was in Threat Level tonight. What is Pam? Yeah, I don't even remember what Pam does. And she just what's, her, what's Richard Jones' line? It's like ooh, ooh daddy. Like we're like she says something like that. Really pretty funny. Dad party at one time <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she she like watched it back like oh god why did i say that what's pam is she just a hostage i think so yeah i think she's a hostage pam also looks pretty rude oh and she read um the private message on holly's computer invasion of privacy <laughs> you know what i think i really like about pam just a pro pam point is um, not only her growth, but like her we breasts. see her, her breasts. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, <laughs> besides that, um, I think we see her friendships with a lot of characters. Um, and it's really nice to see. Um, she kind of reminds me. I feel like she'd be like a fellow Hufflepuff like me, like loyal there for the long run um, through it all. Um, you know, her friendship with Michael is really beautiful. And Dwight is really beautiful. Um, they're quirky. They have their flaws. Um, you know, they have their issues, um, but their friendship, we really see blossom. And I think it's beautiful. Karen, we just flat out don't get to see that. We don't get to see her flaws. We don't get to see her develop. Like she doesn't really have friends in the office. Like the brightest stars burn twice as bright. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's not there for long, but she definitely had opportunity to make friends. She had a short friendship with them. Um, Do Hufflepuffs often, you know, you said loyalty, are Hufflepuffs known for their cheating in relationships? She didn't cheat, Dan. She kissed Jim. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's because they were meant to be. Mm. I told you, all emotion. <laughs> all right, Judge. I think, I think we're good. Ready for your verdict? I am. Um, Dan, you didn't, you didn't back Karen like I thought you would. 
Ooh. And if anything, you actually opened some loopholes that I didn't think about even. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, you, you, you blamed Pam. You said it was a negative that she left for the Michael Scott paper company. In the end, the gamble was way worth the risk, and she got promoted because of it. Yep. And she supported her friend, first and foremost. And I think that shows ambition. She bet on herself. I'll support her husband. So I think that was one counterpoint that I was definitely like, hmm. And I think Katie made the good point of, yeah, you definitely do not see Karen evolve in any sort of way. And she doesn't have any flaws. She is almost kind of a Mary Sue character. That we see. Whose whole purpose is there to disrupt Pam. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I thought you made some great points. He attacked Pam way too much on her. Yeah, yeah I think like, the negativity was. You should have been more pro Karen, less anti Pam. I had ten pro Karen points. I had twelve anti Pam. <laughs> I think this. <laughs> yeah, I think this just really comes from a negative Pam. I told you before, man. I said my argument's twofold: Karen good and Pam is bad. That's true. Pam, I, you definitely knocked Pam down more pegs than she already was in my book. Correct, but yeah, like we weren't arguing that though. We were arguing, you know you know, the actual relationship part and Pam is just much better for Jim. The chemistry's there. Everything's there. The inside jokes, they have more to uh, kind of see and that growth, like you said. Yeah. I mean, obviously they end up together. Also, I think the way Jordan Fraser just Karen versus Pam. So I didn't know it was who's, you know, better together. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's why I'm sitting back. He's just making excuses. Yeah. They obviously have better together. So, you know, so what, what if Pam, you know, they did break up and Karen and, and Jim were together instead? How, how do you think that would change things at all for the show? I would be livid. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see it, though, what like what happens, like, you know, from a, a certain like season, obviously. So there's still time to, you know, proceed I, with it. I think Karen like, would have been running the office once uh, Michael Scott left. Yeah. And I think Jim probably would have been fine with it. Yeah. So yeah. I just have to think of different kind of ways that the show could go if you know one thing happened or over the other too so it's definitely interesting to, to think about but uh i'd rather have a drink with karen like she seems way more fun than a bar but i love to go to chili's with pam too because that'd be fun <laughs> well. yeah, other than when pam is drunk she's kind of not that fun is she yeah is she yes is she yeah <laughs> she's not, she's not a i wouldn't say she's the most outgoing person she's a little reserved but once she knows you she's totally the person that would joke with you, you know, say funny things to you at the meeting. But she's not going to be the one who's, like, yelling things out by any means. Yeah, when that boom mic operator stuff happened, I was shook. Like, if that had, if they had taken it the route where she actually did cheat with a boom mic operator... Would have been totally in character. I would have not. Jesus. (laughs) would have been dead to me. Me and Dan would not be married right now. Even that was, like, it was almost too much. I hated seeing that boom mic operator. And I don't even care for Pam, and I was like, Fuck this guy. That's the Trace Comas guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dan, I was going to correct you that he was, yeah, he was more than a billionaire. Dan, I did write down Karen, or no, Karen of Duty Cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that she played Call of Duty is pretty sick. That is a billionaire. Is yeah. Trace Comas. I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's she's okay. Real quick, um, we were talking about Call of Duty. Uh, I heard you guys talking about Outer Banks earlier. The dad in Outer Banks, or one of the characters in Outer Banks, is uh, Josh from the Stanford office. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't figure out where we know, knew him from. For, like, the longest time. Like, he looks familiar. Like, 
did a quick scroll through his IMDb and he's been in like one episode of 50 shows, but that's basically it. And Luke by the other was like, dude, that's Josh, whatever. So yeah. <laughs> nice. That's pretty sweet. And I guess uh, producer did producer Tim did tell us that Outer Banks is in North Carolina and not Virginia. So if anyone was whining about it earlier, so I that's that. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> perfect. So I think we kind of wrap up that Pam's cool, just not ready for Jim. Or not, sorry, Karen. Oh, I agree. Shit, I lost. Um, <laughs> I'll take that as a win. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Okay, perfect. So uh, are we kicking Dan out now? Dan, any recommendations? Oh, no, you're out this episode. You're Goodbye. Yeah, this, this is the Katie episode. <laughs> so thank you, Dan, for coming on, though. I appreciate the argu- arguing. For sure. The people, they'll, they'll tell the truth. They know who won. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So we'll move on to the three shout-outs and a recommendation. Three shout-outs, and you get a, some recommendations. So first start off with what you are recommending to the people to watch. I mean, I think Outer Banks, for sure, is my my top recommendation. We already yeah. talked about how great it was. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, you I think you're convincing me. Once I finish Money Heist, then I will start start watching that probably. Um, and then at three shout outs you get. So shout out anything in the world you want to. Wow. Okay. Well, first I'm going to shout out my pops. Um, he's a truck driver, essential worker, getting you all your goods. Um, I'm going to shout out my mom. She um, converted her factory into making masks for people, so they are both killing the. Uh, oh, awesome! On the shelter in place game. Nice. Shout out, Mom, Pop, <laughs> and then also my dog Murphy, who is the absolute best coworker. Oh, and I love that Dan didn't get a shout out. Shout out, to <laughs> <laughs> absolutely perfect. She just <laughs> spit on his grave. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> yeah, like uh, perfect. So that's, that's, those are great ones. Um, I'm gonna shout out to what did I shout out at the beginning of the episode? Shout out something. This See, I no feel reason. like Tim, you definitely put too much oh. pressure on people to shout out their significant <laughs> other every time. Like, come Help. on. <laughs> okay, fine. Shout out Jackie Robinson. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out to Money Heist and shout out to Baxter because, you know, it's Baxter. All right. And watch Money Heist. That's my recommendation. Jordan, finish us off. Shout out to all the babies that are coming this way. Woo-hoo. We've got lots of friends that yeah. are having awesome Valentine's Days. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, you get that's three. You got any three? Okay. Only two. Well, that's two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Come on. Shout out to my little child since I have not shouted it out yet. Okay. Perfect. So, like we say every episode, canceling subscription. <laughs> Bye. 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 Goodbye, everybody. Guess what? I was secretly an undercover rock star this whole time. That was so bizarre. You can subscribe to Distraction anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you leave a review. Our voiceover guy still isn't getting paid. Wait, I'm not? <laughs> <laughs>